1: Hello and welcome to episode number 50, can you believe it, episode number 50 of the Scottish History Podcast. My name is Owen Innes and this week I'm going to be bringing you something which I promised way back in the very early days of the podcast. This is going to be a comparison episode between William Wallace and Robin Hood. So let's see if I can convince you that the two were almost one in the same. So as promised way back in either episode number 4 or episode 15, I cannot remember which, today I'm going to bring you my thoughts and my theories that the fictional Robin Hood character was based on the true stories or the stories that we have of the Scottish national hero William Wallace. And It's been requested a few times since I mentioned it, I'm so sorry it took me so long to get around to it, but we're here, we're good to go. Now what I do wish to state before I start, I will again repeat that these are just theories and it will most likely never be proved or disproved. It's all really just for good fun. Now, I have been aware of this theory for a number of years. It's one of those that's never really left me in any way. In 2011, a novel writer by the name of Jack White, now that's uh, W-H-Y-T-E, uh, explored this theory in his novel called The Forest Laird. Uh, so please check that out if uh, if that's your type of fancy. Uh, So the first comparison, let's just dive straight in. The first comparison that we can make between the two men stems from Wallace's seal that was used on the so-called Lübeck letter. Now this was a letter sent by Wallace to Lübeck in Germany in 1297 shortly after the Battle of Stirling Bridge. The letter was sent to tell Europeans that Scotland was open for business and that all European trades with Scotland would continue. The seal of Wallace on this letter is the only surviving example of his seal. It depicts the image of a longbow and arrow. This means that Wallace's main skill in an army would be archery most likely learned by either training with or fighting with the English or Welsh armies prior to his exploits in Scotland. Now when we compare that then to the depiction of Robin Hood, we see that Robin Hood himself was a very skilled archer, certainly if that's what the movies will lead us to believe. Now following on from this, Wallace seems to have spent a lot of time in the Scottish borders, specifically around Selkirk Forest. He was reportedly caught poaching in the forest and outlawed around about this time and he would hide in the forest. In comparison, Robin Hood was also an outlaw and used the cover of Sherwood Forest in which to hide. Selkirk, Sherwood they're quite far apart in terms of, in in terms of, well, geography. Uh, But not just that, but in terms of, you know, but you've got Sherwood and Selkirk, you know, they they could be mistaken for each other. Clutching at straws, maybe. Uh, But in episode three, I do tell the story of William Wallace killing the English soldiers over the fight with some fish. Uh, And that's why he became an outlaw. However, that story may have been embellished or may even not be true. However, in thinking about it just now, it might be the fish that he was poaching. Uh, And they've just eluded, or excluded, sorry, the part about him killing a bunch of soldiers. So next up, we then focus on the legend of Wallace's wife, Marion. I believe that I may have partly covered this already in the tearing apart of the movie Braveheart episode, which again was episode number 15, but let's dig a little deeper. If Wallace was at all married, again, very little proof exists to say that he was, but if he was, the name that comes up is Mirren. Again, it's not Murren as mentioned in Braveheart. Now, Mirren is the old term for Marion. Her full name was reportedly Marion Braidfoot. Now, in the Robin Hood stories, his main love interest is, of course, Maid Marion. In fact, the reason that the writers of Braveheart changed Marion's name to Murrin was actually to stop the audience from getting confused or making comparisons to the film and the story of Robin Hood. This was due to the plethora of Robin Hood films and TV movies and TV shows that were around at that time. There is of course the famous animated Disney film that shortly after the release of Braveheart would be re-released on VHS... We then of course have the 1991 classic Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves and that had only come out four years prior to Braveheart coming out. And then of course the greatest Robin Hood film ever made was released just two years prior to the release of Braveheart. I of course refer to Mel Brooks, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. So the fact that they changed their name because of the comparison to me Fuels the theory even more. Now, remaining slightly on Marion just for a little bit longer, we know that Wallace killed a man called William Heselrig. The most common belief of why Wallace would kill Heselrig is that Heselrig had kidnapped and murdered Marion, and which then sent Wallace into a revengeful rampage. Now, this account comes from the 15th century work The Wallace by Blind Harry. Again, we mentioned that pretty much a lot of Braveheart was based upon this poem, written well over uh, 150 years after Wallace's death. However, another and importantly earlier account called the Scala Chronica, written in 1355 by a man called Thomas Grey, whose father, also called Thomas Grey, was present at the incident where Wallace killed Hesselrich. Now, he indicated that Wallace had shown up to a parliament being held by Heselrig, where a skirmish occurred and a woman, potentially Marian Braidfoot, helped Wallace to escape. But he then came back later and killed a few of Heselrig's men, including Heselrig himself, and in this account there is no mention of the woman who helped Wallace being killed. Regardless, The most important part to this particular segment is that William Heselrig was the sheriff of Lanark. Robin Hood also had issues with a sheriff himself, the sheriff of Nottingham. Now the last and final comparison that I can make between William Wallace and Robin Hood is regarding Robin Hood's famous deeds of robbing from the rich and giving to the poor. Now for Wallace, this can be a little bit subjective, but again, to me, it's very plausible. Again, I might be clutching at straws here ever so slightly, but I'm going to put it forward to you. You let me know what you think. Robin Hood and William Wallace were both landowners and both had had their lands taken away from them by the Sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Hood's case and Edward I in William Wallace's case. William Wallace and Robin Hood were also both noble men. With Wallace, though, I'm going to spin it ever so slightly by saying that uh, robbing from the rich, it was taking controls of the land that had been taken by Edward. So I'm, I'm saying that he is the rich. So William Wallace was robbing these lands back from the rich Edward I and trying to give those lands... Uh, but not just the lands, but the country, the freedom and the independence back to the Scottish people, who we could assume as being the poor. So once again, let me know what you think. Those are the five comparisons. What we'll do is we'll quickly recap on those comparisons. The first one is that they were both very skilled archers. Number two, they were both outlaws seeking shelters in forests again William Wallace in Selkirk Robin Hood in Sherwood third comparison is that they both apparently had a love interest called Marion the fourth comparison is they both had major feuds with a sheriff and number five they appear to have both robbed from the rich and given back to the poor So, folks, that's almost about it for this particular week. A little bit of a short episode. However, it is one that I promised ages ago and I finally managed to get round to it. What I do wish to do, however, is I wish to say a massive, massive thank you. And and this thank you is going to be to those who have supported the Patreon page. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to thank each and every single one of you for supporting the Patreon page right from the beginning uh, until the most uh, the most recent. Uh, and again, it's just been an absolute whirlwind of a year, um, and especially you know with with the COVID situation and everything like that. For me, I've had you know a great year. I've been able to continue working, and I've also been able to continue putting out these podcasts. And thanks to all of these people, they are keeping this podcast going um in order to pay for the hosting fees, etc. Um in order so that more people can, can reach the podcast. Now again I do wish to ask you if you just take a moment, just at any point, leave a wee review, but I don't really care about the reviews, just share it with your friends, you know, with people who you might think would be interested. Uh, in the podcast, um, you know, it only takes a couple of seconds to share it. Send your friend a text message, send a letter, a carrier pigeon, smoke signals. Just let them know that the podcast is there, and if they want to listen, then it would be great. So, let's get on to the thank you. So, again, this is going to be from the beginning. So, uh, so thank you to all of these patrons. First of all, we've got Claire Lindsay, John Innes. Robert Bruce, Mackie Latvinen, Christopher Cominato, Charlie Papasino, Alison Heifer. Then we just have Callum. Uh, he's not left his, uh, his last name. Um, then we've got Petra I'm um, Positive I'm pronouncing that wrong, so I apologise uh, immediately for that. Uh, we then have Doug or Doug Allen, Jill Ovens, Amy Chapman, David Napier, Cara Di Domenico, Sarah Zenegal, again, probably pronounced that wrong. Uh, we then, of course, have Dragon Slayer, that's probably one of my favourite ones. Uh, then Wade Corbett, Joanne Short, Lennon Gross, Suan Jaffe, or Suan Jaffe, maybe, Kyle Mortara, Dena Kendig, Rod Fellers, Joe Black, Rupert French. Uh, we then just have Joy L., Victoria Hingley. Katie Spooner, I'm guessing that is. Uh, again, you can correct me on that. Eliza Karovsky, Sondra Lee, Ty Easton, Brian Colley, Mark McDonald, Tammy Schumann, Stephen Keith, Fran Dukey. That's a good one, too. Uh, Al- Alisa Conte, Kristen Greenfeld, Adam Spencer, Heather Bramer, Wyatt Anderson. James Beatty, Linda Bradley, Corinne Pastor, Mitchell Lowe, Cindy Harris, Norma Young, Michael McIntosh, Trevor Mashmeyer, I hope I've got that one right, and Ed Edens or Ed Edens. We then again have one without a surname, just Catherine. Uh, that's Sasha McLeod, Salman Musavi, Paula Tigerman, Ty Cowan, Kada Chavkin. Jim Buck, another just single name. Mario, uh, Brad Lesjak, Layak maybe. Jeffrey Hammonds, Robert Bridges, Vasil Miladinov, Arlene Brown, and lastly Benjamin McVitie. Thank you so very much to every single one of you for supporting the podcast. I really, really do appreciate it and uh, before we finish of course here's the usual stuff Uh, if you want to get in touch you can do so via uh, the email so send me an email on scotthistorypod at gmail.com the best way to search for your episodes is to go to the website that's www.scotthistorypod.com if you go on to our facebook page that's facebook page uh, facebook.com forward slash scotthistorypod Twitter and Instagram, the ats there are at Scott History Pod. The YouTube channel uh, is www.youtube.com forward slash the Scottish History Podcast, which is all one word. I'm trying to get that changed, but I think I might have to pay for it. Uh, and of course, if you wish to support the podcast, you can do so via Patreon. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash Scott History Pod. And you can donate monthly, like the rest of those lovely, lovely people, to help support the podcast. Uh, you can also do so via buymeacoffee.com. I've had a couple of supporters on buymeacoffee.com. And on buymeacoffee.com, uh, you can do it anonymously. So I have had two anonymous uh, donations along with a very, very generous donation from Kenny Moore, um, who wished to make a one-off donation. So if you just wish to make a one-off donation of any amount, it's not necessary. Again, the Patreon and everything, is not necessary in any way whatsoever. You do not have to do it. But if you do wish to do it, that's buymeacoffee.com forward slash Pod thank you again for listening folks i will see you again next week with another episode